0: Welcome to the podcast, From Our Home to Yours, with Nancy Campbell, founder and publisher of Above Rubies. It's where we learn to forgive in that home. Hello again. We are talking about Let's Get Back the Glory. I hope you were blessed last week as we talked about that beautiful revelation of God dripping down his glory right to the hem of our garments. And we learned how that uh, when God uh, filled the tabernacle and filled the temple and now he wants to fill us because we're now his house, That it was just his footstool We are his footstool I'd love you to just say that with me I am God's footstool I am God's feet on this earth I am God's feet in my home I am created to reveal his glory And so... Whatever you're doing today in your home, once again, God wants to just drip that anointing down right down to the very edge of your garments, right down to the skirts, right down to the hem uh, to bring His glory, to bring His healing, to bring His comfort, to bring uh, whatever need. Our children have We can bring it to them Because that's what God wants us to do we are, we are just mothering on His behalf Isn't that wonderful? We're not doing it on our own We're mothering We're parenting on God's behalf He gives us our children And so we are now caring for them, teaching them, training them, parenting them for Him. All right, so we do this, of course. uh, We reveal God's glory through our lifestyle, through our attitude, through our actions, through our speech, and through our clothing. Now, ladies, we're getting on to this point, uh, that I didn't share with you way back when I did that series on the glory of motherhood uh, I I was a little uh, scared um, I mean, I'm always being radical and bringing radical things to you And... Uh, I thought, oh my, I wonder what they will think if I start talking about clothing. Because it seems to be a controversial subject today. But it's something that I have looked at in the Word of God. In fact, I was getting going through my journals again this morning and I I was looking at a study that I did on all the Hebrew words and all the Greek words about clothing. And uh, when I did this study, it was just amazing to me. And I have to admit that I had to step on my own toes and uh, God had to show me things that I had never looked at or thought about before. And I had been meaning to share these with you. And I looked back and found, wow, I did this over three years ago. And so it's time that I did. But it's not all going to be bad. It's going to be great, really great, because this point is God wants us to dress with glory. This is all part of the glory. And I think this is something that we don't, Well, if you maybe you haven't looked at these scriptures, so I want to take you today into these beautiful, glorious scriptures. First of all, let's go back to the one I started off with last week, Lamentations 1 6, and from the daughter of Zion. All her beauty, all her glory is departed. Now, I do believe that this has happened with the clothing of God's people. Because number one point, and there will be many pointers, we won't get through them all today, number one point is that God wants us to be clothed with beauty and glory. God himself clothes himself gloriously. Isaiah 63.1 Who is this that is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength? I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Speaking of God and uh, speaking of his glorious apparel. Yes, it talks about God's clothing. God clothes himself and his clothing is glorious. It's the word Hadar. We learned that about that last time. Um, That beautiful word, Hadar, remember what it means? Glory, magnificence, splendor, beauty, excellency, honor, majesty, and so on. Let me give you some other translations of Isaiah 63.1. The Common English Bible this splendidly dressed one, striding with great power. Many translations use the word splendor. The complete Jewish Bible says, so magnificently dressed, so stately in his great strength. The new English translation says, who is this one wearing? Royal attire. And the New Living translation says, describes him in royal robes. You see, precious ladies, we belong to a royal king. We belong to a royal kingdom. And our God is dressed, clothed with royal. Glorious, magnificent, splendid clothing. The Young's literal translation says he is honourable in his clothing. We read another scripture, Psalm 104, 1 and 2. O Lord my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honour. Now that's another Hebrew word now, the Hebrew word hod which is meaning beauty, excellency, glorious, honour, majesty. You notice they all have similar meanings. And majesty, who covereth thyself with light as with a garment. So once again we read that he's covered with beauty and majesty. But once again, ladies, what is ascribed to God? God is also ascribed to us. I read that verse from Proverbs last week. Here it is again, Proverbs 31, 25. Strength and honour, or glory, it's the word hadar are her clothing. We also are to be clothed with glory. Now, of course, that's going to mean our hidden glory, that which animates from us, but also what we put upon our bodies, the clothing on our bodies. It's also meant to be glorious. Glorious. Well, this really gets to me. I mean, I as i look into these scriptures and we'll look at many um today and then maybe a few more podcasts to get through this um i've had to keep stepping on my toes all the time because wow i can't really testify that i just wear glorious majestic beautiful clothing all the time um Especially round home, goodness me I don't always look very glorious at all I do like to You know, when I go out When I go to church When I go to a function I do like to dress as gloriously as I can I'm sure it's not really to the biblical standard But I do it as much as I can Because This is not my idea, ladies This is the word of God And If the If God, who is the head, and we are his body on the earth, if the head himself is clothed gloriously and magnificently, so shouldn't we, his body, be clothed gloriously and magnificently? Let's read Psalm 145, 10 to 12. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak. Of the glory of thy kingdom And talk of thy power To make known to the sons of men His mighty acts And the glorious majesty Of his kingdom Ladies Are we really getting it? Do I really get it? We belong to a kingdom Not just any kingdom It's God's kingdom, a royal kingdom, the glorious majesty of his kingdom. And God uses two glory words to describe his kingdom. One word is not enough. Glorious is kabod, and majesty is hadar. Two Hebrew words that speak of God's glory and yet which are also ascribed to us and so if we truly believe that we belong to a glorious majestic kingdom don't you think that it will uh, change the clothing that we wear truly it, don't you really think that we should seek to, even in a little way, clothe ourselves gloriously and majestically? Because we belong to this glorious, majestic kingdom. Aren't we meant to repre- represent His kingdom on earth? I'm sure that's what we're meant to do. I know I fall short, but I want to to begin to, to reveal... More and more that I belong to a glorious, majestic kingdom. I believe, dear mothers, that we should be training our daughters and our sons who we are raising to be princes in all the earth. That's what it talks about in Psalm uh, 45, that we are raising princes in all the earth. And we are raising daughters who are princesses, who belong to a royal kingdom. And yet, we let them go out dressing like in rags. Well, not quite. I mean, the fashionable rags. But when you think about it, now I'm going to say something here that some of you may not like. And um, I'm not going to say it in that, oh, well, you can't do this. You can do what you like. But as I think of these scriptures, Do you really, truly Do you really think That holy jeans that are all tattered at the knees And holes everywhere Do you think they really uh, Can be equated with God's royal Majestic and glorious kingdom Oh I know they're the fashion Yeah, they're the fashion But isn't it amazing how we, even as the people of God, um, are so, uh, you know, taken up with fashion. We just do. In fact, we're all prone to doing it. We all kind of do what society is doing. and, And I'm not saying, okay, you can never wear those. I mean, young people love them and they think they look great, but they really actually look horrible. I mean, they look fashionable. But truly... Are they beautiful? No, they're not beautiful. They're not majestic. They're not glorious. Okay, they're good for just, you know, round home. But I think if, you know, we're going out or if going to church, we should rise to who we are subjects of a royal kingdom. It's worth thinking about, isn't it? You going to think about it? Okay, let's go to some other scriptures, shall we? Exodus 28, verse 2. Now, this scripture is in the chapter that talks about the high priest's garments. Now, the garments that God planned for the high priest to wear were absolutely glorious. They were made of glorious colors of blue and purple and scarlet And he wore on his breastplate these beautiful jewels that were shining and sparkling And there were beautiful jewels on his shoulders And the whole, the garment was just, it was just one piece of glory And uh, anyway in verse 2 it says And thou shalt make, now this was a commandment Thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron thy brother, because it was speaking to Moses, for glory and for beauty isn't this amazing when God wanted clothes for his high priest and he was just going to be there in the tabernacle later in the temple in the presence of God God wanted to behold beauty. God wanted to look upon glory. Because as the high priest, he was representing God. And therefore, he couldn't just wear any old thing. He had to wear clothes that represented God. God himself who is clothed with majesty and glory so he commanded that the clothes for the high priest were also to be majestic and glorious for glory and for beauty now ladies we're in the New Testament and now the word of God says that we had been made unto God kings and priests we are now Priest unto God. And therefore He wants us too to wear clothes that are for glory and for beauty. So when we're choosing our clothes, the first thing, because this is our point number one, the first thing we're going to think about, is this beautiful? Is it glorious? Will it represent God's kingdom which is a kingdom of majesty and glory? So that's number one thing to think about when you're choosing clothes. Will they glorify God? Will they match his kingdom that we represent? Then we go to Psalm 45, oh this is a beautiful psalm and here it's talking about the king's daughter and it says so shall the king greatly desire thy beauty did you know that god loves beauty yes he made a beautiful world he made so many beautiful things his creation is beautiful and he delights in beauty i mean as we have just read, he said, when you make the high priest's clothing, it's got to be for beauty and for glory. And so the king greatly desires thy beauty. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The king's daughter. Are you a king's daughter? Yes. Yes, if Christ dwells within you, you belong to the king. You are a king's daughter. You belong to a royal kingdom. Please, dear mothers, please impart to your daughters and your sons that they belong to a royal kingdom. Encourage your daughters to dress like daughters of the king. Amen? Yes. Oh, and that word there, the king's daughter, is all glorious within. She's glorious and beautiful within and without. That word is not kabo, but a word that comes from that is kabuda. And it means magnificence, carriage, the way you carry yourself. Stately. Very interesting. Now, it's talking not only about the clothes we wear but how we wear them how we walk our carriage we have to even teach our daughters how to carry themselves how to walk stately how to walk like a daughter of royalty yep all these things are in the bible ladies Let's go to Ezekiel 16, 14. And this is a beautiful description of Israel and how God found Israel and what he did for her. And thy renown went forth among the heathen for thy beauty. Here we have another Hebrew word, yofi. For it was perfect through my comeliness, that's Hadar, which I had put upon thee saith the Lord <clears throat> and so here again he's talking about clothing with beauty we'll go to 1st Chronicles twenty nine twenty five. now it's talking about King Solomon here but we also learn something as we read the scripture and the Lord magnified Solomon exceedingly mm-hmm in the sight of all Israel and bestowed upon him such royal majesty as had not been on any king before him in Israel. This is just a little tiny picture of God's royal majesty. You see, God revealed little glimpses on earth Of his heavenly majesty And he did this through Solomon And Solomon uh, revealed this God bestowed it upon him But he also revealed it This royal majesty And he dressed in a way That revealed God's royal majesty And that word there is the Hebrew word hod And uh, it's another word for glory meaning glory, grandeur, imposing form and appearance, beauty, excellency, glory, majesty. So, all right. Number two, God wants us to not only clothe ourselves with glory and beauty, but to look dignified. Now, this is all part of the same scripture, Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed, the virtuous woman is clothed with strength and honor or strength and glory. When I look the scripture up in other translations, I found 19 different translations that used the word dignity. And there could even be more because I... Didn't exhaust every translation of the Bible and this was the one that was used mostly to uh, describe that word Hedah, dignity dignity uh, goes along with royalty and majesty doesn't it and this is the thing I think we have to come up to ladies um, in our clothing um, is to get away from perhaps that which is It's not really dignified. You know, there's a lot of clothing today that's not dignified. Uh, Can you believe it? I have even seen a lady preacher preach in holy jeans. Not holy, H-O-L-Y, but, you know, holy with holes. I mean, okay, you know, maybe go around the house in them, but to preach in them? I mean, shouldn't someone who is holding and imparting the word of God dress with majesty and dignity? I believe we've got to raise the standard up to a royal standard. Amen? Can you get with me, ladies? All right, number three. God wants us to wear Holy clothes. We're going back to another scripture we have read, Exodus 28 2, about the high priest's clothing. And it says, And thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron thy brother, for glory and for beauty. So we see three adjectives there holy, glory, and beauty. So thy triplets. All going together Holy, glory and beauty So that's another thing we need to ask ourselves When we're choosing our clothes Is this going to be holy? Not holy with holes But holy unto the Lord Is it something that will give an impression of holiness? That's a big thing, isn't it? But it's something we do have to ask ourselves because this is what God commanded for the clothing of the high priest and let's remind ourselves again we are now his priests. You see, it all changed from the Old Testament to the New. We are now his priests. Amen? So we've got to begin to dress like priests. Well, we won't use the exact clothing the high priest used, of course, but we will seek to wear clothes that will have something about them that is holy. And, of course, glory and beauty. Psalm 110, verse 3, talks of the beauties of holiness some some people think well how can you have holy clothes and beauty going together they've got this sort of you know idea of holy clothes of these boring old clothes that you know long dress down to your feet that's all drab and bland and and just looks so you know boring no holiness and beauty go together. You combine them, ladies. God wants both. He wants both holiness and he wants glory and beauty. That's who our God is. He is holy and he's clothed with majesty and glory and beauty. And so this is what he wants us, his people, to do because we are his representatives. We are manifesting him on this earth and i believe on this point that we should learn to use discretion in our clothing because we do use different kinds of clothing for different things now you're not going to go out to the garden in um you know your beautiful glorious long gorgeous dress that you would wear out to a function. No, goodness me, when I go out to the garden, I put on my oldest clothes because I'm kneeling down in the dirt and many times it's been raining and I'm kneeling down in the mud and I come in and my old pants are caked with mud and my gardening shoes are caked with mud and, and I'm just really dirty. And so we have clothes for getting down in the dirt. And when we're out in the garden And uh, maybe if you're out riding horses Or if you're doing some kind of sport Of course when you're going to do sport You're going to put on your shorts And you're going to go out to the volleyball court You're going to play the sport that you love to play Okay, you're not going to wear this glorious, long, beautiful dress You're going to wear clothing uh, That is suitable for what you are doing And so Of course, you'll wear shorts for those kind of things Um, But even when we're wearing shorts Well, I don't wear shorts now I did when I was younger But even when you wear shorts Be careful how short they are So many shorts today Even on lovely, God-loving Christian girls short, So short they just barely cover their bottom Help And all you can see are these legs Ooh. I mean I think shorts are shorts But you don't have to make them skimpy Remember Even shorts if we're You know We're going to be out there Playing sport Doing things and all this kind of stuff Well just still have them reasonable. Let's have a little bit of the fear of God about us. And But of course you won't wear those kind of clothes to church. This is the sad thing today. I am amazed because, I mean, we have to use discretion. I've seen people come to church as though they're on their way to the beach. Ooh, I've seen them come in shorts. To church? I beg your pardon. I don't mind shorts for sports and doing those things, you know, and going to the beach. But coming to church in Ezekiel, um, let's see, I may, yes, Ezekiel forty-two fourteen. It's talking there of how the high priests had to change their clothes. They could not wear what they wore amongst the people when they went in to the holy place. To minister unto the Lord they had to change their clothes to wear suitable clothing as they came to minister unto the Lord and so we also should use discretion when we come into the house of God we're going to change from the things we'd wear out on the sport field or out on the beach and we're going to come in something more appropriate For what we're doing I think it's just common sense Don't you? To wear clothes that are appropriate For what you are doing And so When you come into the house of God When you come to a prayer meeting Where people are crying out to God You're not going to come in shorts I've seen people come in shorts And I find It it really kind of it, It takes my mind off what I'm doing, because all I'm seeing is these legs, and yet this is in the holy pace of prayer. Okay, doesn't matter if you're on your own in your bedroom, you can do it there, but we're amongst the people of God. And so we learn to use discretion and learn to use appropriate clothing for the situation of where we're going to be. I believe it's time for people to come dressed, ready to minister unto the Lord just as God wanted his priests to change their clothes when they came in to the holy place to minister unto him. We now are the priests. We're coming to church to minister unto the Lord, to worship him and to meet with our fellow brethren in a place of the presence of God. So we're not going to wear what we wear to the beach We're going to wear appropriate clothing that which is holy and for glory and for beauty. And We're not going to come with cleavage. Oh goodness me. You see that in church today. Unbelievable. I mean, and even bare shoulders. No, that's not for church. That's not for church. It can be a hindrance to people it can be a hindrance to young men yes it really is a hindrance we have got to guard what we wear in the house of God let's use discretion and wear appropriate clothing and uh, you know even uh, even just going to certain things Like um, recently there was a function And um, uh, it was just a party It was going to be where people had to get dressed up And, and uh, one of my granddaughters I saw her getting dressed and she was just in jeans And I had to say to her I, I beg your pardon You're going to a very special function Where you're to dress up You don't just wear jeans go and find a lovely dress and so she did and and so we have to think today people don't think they seem to think oh well you can wear jeans and shirts and jeans to beautiful function and and just no there's certain clothes for certain things let's have discretion amen well lovely ladies we've got Lots more things to talk about this And so I hope you're going to tune in next week And find out what more the Word of God has to say um, Because there is so much more Oh goodness me, it's unbelievable In fact, when I come to do a study in the Word of God I always find so much more that I can hardly believe it So I want to take you into it So we can uh, know what God says you see, I think mostly, and, and sometimes these things I've been saying to you, the people who do these things, oh, goodness me, I, I know some of these people and they're such beautiful hearts and love the Lord. Oh, goodness me. And they just don't know because they haven't read the scriptures. But we do have to know the scriptures, don't we? We have to know God's heart, what He says. For us who live and belong to this beautiful, royal, majestic, glorious kingdom. Father, we thank you that you do not leave us in the dark. We thank you that you have shown the way uh, for how we are to live. Um, Lord, your word is filled with such practical things, even how we're to dress And it's all there for us We pray Lord that you will teach us That we will be teachable And we will learn to dress Lord In the way that is a beautiful testimony To your royal majestic and glorious kingdom To which we belong In the precious name of Jesus Amen